0: Thank you. Hi everyone and welcome back to the driven My curiosity podcast for today's episode i am chatting with my friend luisa she is also from germany and we met in aberdeen because she studies at aberdeen uni i studied at rgu and she actually reached out to me one day to interview me on her podcast so that's how we met and ever since we met it was like oh it was more than a year ago almost one and a half years ago we met um And ever since then, we've been friends. We have like the best chats and I really wanted to get her on the podcast because she is still currently studying abroad. So in this episode, we talk all about what it is really like to study abroad uh, during COVID and during the pandemic, her best advice. And we really, I really, really hope that this episode gives you lots of like realistic insights into whether or not you should go abroad right now and but also to realize that no matter what decision you make um it's fine it's the right one for you um and yeah I really hope that this episode gives you good advice but also makes you feel really optimistic and really empowered so yeah without further ado let's welcome Luisa to the driven by curiosity podcast Oh, and actually, before we get started, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Spotify or wherever you're listening. And also, if you enjoy this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and sharing it on your Instagram story. And you can tag me at Laura underscore Langheinrich. My Instagram handle is linked down below. So I can see you, I can reshare it, I can connect with you, and it really, really helps the podcast podcast to grow. So thank you so, so much for your support. Hi, Louisa, and welcome to the Driven by Curiosity podcast. I am so excited to be chatting with you today. We have already recorded lots of podcasts for your podcast, and that was always very fun.
1: <laughs> so I'm very excited to be on yours this time. So Yay. thank you for
0: having me. Yes, I'm, I'm excited. And so the first question that I ask every one of my guests, because this podcast is called Driven by Curiosity, And it aims to empower women to uh, step outside their comfort zone. So my question to you is, when was the last time that you stepped outside your comfort zone? I don't know. I wouldn't really say this is like the biggest kind of step out of my comfort zone. But maybe like
1: I kind of um, recently have tried old hobbies again. Hmm. Even though I felt like I wasn't good at them anymore, which was kind of overcoming my ego. So in a way, it was kind of going out of my comfort zone. But like in a different way than I think most people would think of it.
0: Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can step outside your comfort zone like so many different ways.
1: mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. And I feel like normally, I always thought like stepping out of my comfort zone is more like, you know, um, doing things like going abroad or meeting new people and kind of do things that involve other people or something really, really big. I don't know, bungee Mm -hmm. jumping or something weird like that. But especially because this year has been so quiet, I feel like more like overcoming like my, own little like struggles has been quite more yeah.
0: My, yeah, oh, oh, totally so what what hobbies have you tried out <laughs> um well
1: I started painting again I never really oh. stopped painting hmm. but I kind of stopped challenging myself because I always like I don't know I'm I'm really I'm, I'm quite a perfectionist and I'm also I always felt like because I've seen so many good painters and I always felt like um I don't know I got really insecure about my own like painting style and also really lazy with it over the years so this year it's like okay I know I'm not absolutely shit at it so I might as well try get better at it even if it might not start off really well does that make sense because i was so afraid of doing it badly that I didn't do it much Mm. so I kind of tried to push myself yeah beyond that and be like okay it doesn't matter if it turns out shit like that's why you practice because you're not going to be incredibly good again just by doing it every like you know once a year you have to actually keep practicing and that means yeah. not every painting is going to turn out well
0: oh absolutely
1: The way do it better is to kind of keep pushing yeah.
0: so yeah oh ah, love it that's so love great it. so um for anyone who doesn't know you um just tell us a little bit about yourself introduce yourself and tell us what you're doing right now in your life and you got
1: there um I was supposed to say I feel like painting is all I'm doing at the moment (laughs) but my name is Louisa, like you already said I'm um 22 years no I'm 21 but I'm turning 22 next week Um, (laughs) (laughs) surprise surprise Um, so I'm beginning 20s and I'm currently living in Scotland um like you like Laura did um for my bachelor's degree i moved there about two and a half years ago, and I'm very happy to live there. Um, I'm doing a mass, well, undergraduate in um, business management and international relations. For everyone who doesn't know what that means, it's basically um, business and politics. And I'm also quite active in the blogger scene to a certain extent. So I do a bit of YouTube here and there, some podcasting, blogging, like old school blogging. Um, yeah, and I think that's pretty much everything about me.
0: That's yeah. Gonna- so, so Luisa is also from from Germany, by the way. I don't. Yeah. You, you might not be able. You might not be able to tell because her accent is very British. <laughs> so. I don't think it's that British. Actually, I feel like it's just a really random mix at this point. <laughs> yeah. mean um, I mean, same. Welcome to the club. Yes. Um. <laughs> you <yeah. love> it. <laughs> and it's really funny, actually. And um, so, Luisa and I we met because you messaged me whether you can interview me on your podcast and it was like a video yes. podcast first and yeah and then we just met up again and again and we had like such good chats like every single time we met we were chatting for like three hours without interruption and then it still wasn't enough and we were like oh my god we need to meet again
1: <laughs> I feel like whenever I talk to you I just want to talk about so much yes. that's why I feel like I'm throwing all this information out at like you right now because I haven't spoken to you in such a long time so I'm so excited (laughs) to speak to you again yeah
0: I'm excited too and I'm really excited to be sharing your um, story today about you know studying abroad this year because I am of course not studying abroad anymore right now and so but a lot of my listeners are or want to so I'm really excited to share your view and really first-hand experience of what it's like to study abroad during this world right now, how you're feeling, because I mean, we've, we've um, chatted before on the phone and I was so inspired by your confidence and by your just ease. I mean, I know it's not easy, it's not an easy situation, but you, I had a feeling that you dealt with it really well. So I'm very very excited and so my first question to you is actually so many i know many international students decided to stay at home right now and just do their studies online like even if they're enrolled in scotland for example they would still just stay at home and do their studies online so my question is why don't you do that and why did you decide to go back to scotland um that's
1: a very good question um first of all thank you for um The little compliment at the beginning (laughs) of your (laughs) question. I think one of the main reasons I chose to not stay at home is because I made a decision to move to Scotland for a reason, like two and a half years ago, because I really wanted to live in Scotland. And after I already spent quite a bit of time back home this year because of the pandemic, um, I was like, okay, I I felt like I've already lost like kind of time of my living abroad time mm-hmm. that makes sense and it made me so sad because I love living in Scotland I I really love it like from the bottom of my being. it's always easy especially with a pandemic going on but I I mean I chose to go there because I wanted to live there because I wanted to have the experience of living in Scotland for four years so I was like okay even though most of my uni is going to be online I still want to be in Scotland just because I love being there and also obviously I've got like friends there and like my boyfriend is over there as well and you know lots of little bits that kind of added up to it as well and yeah I don't know for me it was never a question whether I'm going to go or not because for me it kind of was quite clear in summer I'm definitely going to go back for the semester no matter if it's going to be online or not also because I was like Scotland so much while I was being here. Like it's I don't know if you ever felt the same, but I always feel kind of torn. Like when I'm in Germany, I miss Scotland. When I'm in Scotland, I miss Germany. So yes. I can't yes. stay in one place for too long because I just love them like both so much.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Um I can totally relate to that. And actually because you mentioned it, I'm really interested, like kind of in your thought process. So you went back because so I and stayed in Scotland um, for the just for for this nurse, if you don't know, I stayed in Scotland during the first lockdown. So I stayed in Scotland until July, um, and I didn't go home at all. So I'm just interested in your like, what felt different for you this time where you said, Okay, I don't want to be back home right now. Or what back then made you go back home? Like, does that make sense? Like, how did you know what was the right thing to do in both situations?
1: I think for the first lockdown um, the reason I went home immediately was like originally it was funny because um, when kind of corona started breaking out all over Europe I feel like there were a few days we kind of really kicked off mm-hmm. at least where it kind of hit Britain as well and I remember the first day I was still like okay I'm gonna stay in Scotland it's gonna be fine I've got my job here I've got my friends here and then I remember getting like a call from my dad and my dad is like quite chill like he's not gonna panic just you know because everyone else is panicking and I remember getting a call from him being like well I like he said Louisa I um send you over some money you go book a flight ticket you're coming home and that was the moment where I was like okay I think I need to go home because my parents Mm. are really worried and I was like okay it might be best to go home because we don't know what's going to happen so for the first lockdown I then decided to go home um also because a lot of my friends went back and like all my friends from Scotland also kind of went to their families so i was like okay i don't want to be stuck by myself mm, yeah and situation. so then i went back home and stayed in germany for quite a while with my parents and then um when the second like i mean technically i'm home now as well for the second lockdown but britain isn't in lockdown so i don't really know how we classify this <laughs> um after summer when the situation got a bit better but we all still didn't knew didn't know what is gonna happen um I felt a bit more secure in my overall situation like even though like I think it was also because we dealt with it already once so it didn't feel as uncertain anymore so Mm -hmm. I was like okay even if I have to stay in Scotland then I would be okay um what kind of added up to that is that um two really good friends of mine they're staying in Aberdeen all the time so i knew that when i go back now they're going to be there as well and then um what kind of added up as well is the fact that um, my boyfriend and i we just got together over summer so i knew if everything would kind of kick off really really badly i would have another place to go now in scotland as well yeah so i feel like that kind of added another layer of security on top of all of that mm. <laughs> so like a lot yeah. of different factors kind of influenced it but i do think one of the main ones was also that i just really miss scotland and i was like okay i'm gonna be fine i'm not gonna be by myself so it's gonna be okay
0: yeah absolutely and and i also love how you pointed out um can you you can hear me right because the <laughs> audio just went really weird Um, <laughs> um tech issues so yeah I, I really love how you mentioned the fact about you know we now know how to deal with it and mm-hmm. and that is something I'm personally, and we talked about this, right? Um, but that's something I'm actually currently working through um, because I struggled a lot during the first lockdown, although I wasn't alone in Scotland. Like the reason I stayed in Scotland was because my boyfriend was there, right? And I didn't want to leave him because I I was just, you know, we, we were also fresh, you know, in a fresh new relationship. And I really also wanted to just stay in Scotland because it was like my final year of uni. And I was like, I don't want to go because it's like, then I won't, have it again basically yeah. but nonetheless like I was struggling like like so much and mm-hmm. um, and it's it's not so good because now I'm like I feel like I'm really scared to go abroad like no matter if it's to Scotland yeah. or really anywhere that's not home because I'm afraid that I will be struggling the exact same way and um, so I think that we Like anyone who maybe is thinking about going abroad now or twenty twenty one, like and you're afraid of lockdown again. Like, of course, it's gonna be hard. Like, no one, no one says it's easy. It really is not. However, how yeah, and however, you know now how to deal with it, and you are gonna deal with it much better and like such a different way. And I'm actually, I might, I, I just want to recommend that to the listeners as well. I'm currently um well it's I still have to do it but I want to do like a a journaling page or like a few journaling pages where on one page I write down how I used to deal with everything so kind of like the past version of me like what did I do what didn't I do how did I feel then the present version of me because we're in lockdown right now here in Germany right so it's like um well in in my state anyway we have like a full-on lockdown right now um so it's like, how do I deal with it now? And then with all of that knowledge that I've gained, how am I going to deal if there should be another lockdown when I'm abroad? You know, mm-hmm. doesn't matter when in 2021, but you know, I'm just, I just feel a lot more confident when I know, okay, even if the worst case scenario of a lockdown happens, I know how I'm going to deal with it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's so powerful. And that's why I was so inspired by you because you were like, yeah, like, you know, I'm I, I'm going to be fine. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it's really good, really great.
1: I feel like um, what is important to notice though is like we kind of know how to deal with it now, but that doesn't mean we're gonna like it's gonna be easier to deal with it. But mm-hmm. I just like a nice and calming thought to know, okay, I've been through this once, I can do it again. And this yeah. sounds so easy, but you know saying, "What doesn't kill you makes you stronger." Mm-hmm. I feel like kind of applies to this quite a lot because, as you know, sucky as lockdown can be we've done it once we've we can do it again and I feel like the more you do it obviously I, I can happen like I don't need another lockdown after this but you kind of get more used to it so it does become easier
0: yeah yeah so t- absolutely and, and we just you know have our tools and we have this the the activities and and everything that helps like I know now if I would go abroad and I would have to go into another lockdown or quarantine, like I've already like in my brain just started like a list of like, okay, I'm going to like schedule in calls with every single person that I know. Every single day I'm going to talk to someone and I'm going to start a workout challenge or yoga challenge or anything really. You know now what helps you. And I think it's so important that we remind ourselves that, you know, we have the tools and, you know, we can get through it if that's really what we want of course if you're saying I really don't want to do a lockdown abroad you don't have to but I'm saying for the people who really want to go abroad right now who want to study abroad you can like you can do it like other people are doing it too
1: and also I think when it comes to studying abroad during like the whole pandemic situation I feel like it's important to keep in mind it's not a lockdown the entire time yeah um But like I said, Britain is not in a lockdown currently because they have another, they have a different system than Germany, for example. So in Germany, we've got a lockdown all over the country now, whereas Britain, they kind of divided it into like regions and they've got like a tier system. So each Mm -hmm. region has like a different kind of, they've got like four or five different tiers. So each week they kind of say, or every two weeks, I kind of lost track of that. Um, they say which tier each region is in and depending on which tier you are in you've got more freedom or less freedom uh-huh. It kind of makes it a bit easier because you know um, yeah like you've how does um I'm sorry I just lost my train of thought here I was just trying to say like um you're not in lockdown the entire time yeah. so you still have freedoms at some point and it, you know it goes up and down as it does always
0: yeah, exactly. That, that is very true. Like when you go to a country for a bit longer, then quarantine is not that bad because, you know, it's, it's, you know, if you stay for like four months, then, you know, two weeks or 10 days or however much it is, is not too bad. So yeah, I think, I mean, I think maybe it's by the people who I'm surrounded. What? That was no English. Maybe it's because of the people I'm surrounded by or by the media narrative. But I feel like you know we constantly focus on what we can't do and what is harder now and everything but you know there's still so many like opportunities and you know studying abroad is possible yes it might not be as easy as it used to be but it definitely is and I would be really interested actually because you have the comparison of what it was like studying abroad before Um the pandemic and what it's like studying abroad now with like online classes and not when you're in lockdown, because I can I can also say how it's like in lockdown. It's yeah. (laughs) But how was it like like for the past few months? What was like different? How did your daily life look like? Oh um,
1: I'd say it was quite different and also yeah, it was quite different because I didn't really go to uni classes. Mm -hmm. like um all my classes well I had one tutorial on campus but that tutorial only happened I think three or four times Mm. um so you know it might as well did not happen because it wasn't really you know that you know it was just four times so I kind of barely have any like you know like emotion or like feeling or like it didn't really have an impact on my um how do you say um how i experienced the semester mm-hmm. so all my other classes were online and they were all pre-recorded so i could just listen to them whenever i want to and i could just kind of you know schedule my day as i liked mm-hmm. um, which was very different to before because um before obviously i could pick and choose my tutorials but i could not choose my lecturers. so they were like preset. set so mm. they say your politics lectures at 9 a.m on a friday your politics lecturers at 9 a.m on a friday um obviously you don't have to attend lectures but you know you should attend lectures yeah. um so that was kind of a big difference that I didn't have any like campus teaching which technically meant that I would not have to need like to leave my house at all during the week if I didn't want to
0: uh-huh.
1: um so that was a big big difference um shockingly I liked it much more than I would have thought like I love on campus <laughs> Teaching, and I miss like real life lectures so so much, but mm-hmm. I did enjoy that I was able to kind of schedule my week a bit more to my liking. So mm. in that, sense, my learning has been quite beneficial because I felt a bit more relaxed. I know a lot of people felt really stressed out beyond. I think I imagined it to be much worse than it actually was so for me it turned out to be a pleasant surprise Mm -hmm.
0: and I just like
1: you know having a freedom um social wise I would say the differences have been really big and not big at all I feel like Mm -hmm. right now I got so used to how it is now that everything before that kind of you know slipped my mind a little but um I was quite lucky that because I have a boyfriend that lives in Aberdeen. I um despite the tier system, you are always allowed to well, no, in tier three I don't think you are, but in tier one and two and Aberdeen has been in tier two constantly for the last couple of weeks. Apart like they got into Tier Three this week, but that's a different story. Um so they've been in tier two for a few months and that means you are allowed to if you have like a boyfriend or girlfriend, you're allowed to go to their house as well. Mm -hmm. So been spending a lot of time and my boyfriends as well. And because of that, because he has like four flatmates, um, you know, I still saw quite a few people. Like mm. don't mean I obviously tried to keep my social distancing with my friends, you know, and a lot of my friends and I, we just met up every two weeks and kind of, you know, um stick to kind of rules like that, and only obviously met outside and everything that kind of goes with that. Um, but because me or i feel like it added a bit more tea that i saw so quite a few people because of
0: that
1: just make that does that make sense
0: yeah of course because um yeah i mean i know as well that the um i feel like our internet is really shit but maybe not
1: yeah, i was just thinking that and then i also noticed i think i'm kind of losing track of what i was saying because you wanted me to compare <laughs> um but I was trying to explain my situation this year. So sorry that I interrupted you again. I just want to get this thought oh, yeah. out before, forget it again. So basically my semester in that sense hasn't been too unsocial, but especially at the beginning, I noticed it has been really different, not just because of online teaching, but also because I'm quite a social person and I like to go out a lot and I like to go to society events and to, I, I know a lot of people on campus that I wouldn't like you know people you like and people you talk to you would go for coffee if you run into each other but you wouldn't really meet up with them if yeah. you don't run into them mm-hmm. so a lot of people I didn't see this semester and like overall I've been seeing way less people than normally I like have way less social interactions just because like lectures weren't happening socially when events weren't happening and you know kind of campus life
0: If you're enjoying this podcast episode and you're thinking about studying abroad in 2021 or just going abroad anytime in the future, I would love to support you in my Girls Abroad membership. The Girls Abroad membership is a monthly online community for girls going abroad. Every month we have a new theme and you get a new masterclass, journaling prompts, visualizations, challenges, and a monthly group coaching call with me to really support you on your entire journey of going abroad. We have girls from all around the world and there we have the most supportive community where you get 24 7 support you can just hop on the girls abroad app and share your struggles and you're gonna get answers from the girls from me and yeah it's just the most supportive community and it's super easy to join very risk-free it's a monthly payment and you can cancel anytime if you don't like the girls abroad and community but I'm sure you're gonna love it so if you want to learn more about it I have a link down below in the description box Um, and I will love to support you as part of girls abroad what makes it hard as well i mean that's honestly what i can imagine like aberdeen is like cold and rainy so i feel like it might be hard even sometimes to meet outside just with the weather like where where do you go i mean i guess you could still go to like coffee shops and restaurants right
1: yeah you could definitely go to coffee shops and restaurants still um i find that so funny you are not allowed to meet your friends that you see on a regular days inside your own house (laughs) but you can go to the pub with them it um, is weird. <laughs> the weather in Aberdeen has been so so good the last couple of weeks. Oh, that's nice. You not know what happened, but ever since <laughs> I like, back to Aberdeen in September, we had so much sunshine. We had such warm weather, and like we had rain because obviously we're in Scotland. But like we had a lot of really sunny days. Like the weather has not been too bad. So, hmm. be, like meet people outside without being like this sucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is awesome yes well actually I have to say also in, like the like the first half of 2020 like the weather was amazing like we were yeah. able to go on a walk like almost every single day which like is not so normal for Scotland yeah. like it's raining usually a lot so um, yeah. that's good Um, so I have another question for you about um, how do you like so what would you say are like your main fears when it comes to studying abroad right now and how do you overcome them
1: um I think for me personally I don't have that many fears right now but that's also because I think what kind of become became quite clear throughout my entire bubbling so far is that I'm quite lucky to have a really good set of like friends in Aberdeen Mm -hmm. like I kind of built my little like you know social circle quite um well in a sense of I'm lucky to have um you know two really close friends here um like I've said plenty of times my boyfriend's there as well and like a few other friends as well so I feel quite secure because I know I'm not going to be by myself I know a lot like quite a few people in Aberdeen I kind of you know yeah I don't know I just kind of integrated quite well into my life over there so I feel really secure overall so of course, I'm still a bit scared sometimes of going there because I'm like, oh, you know, things can happen. But I'm mm-hmm. not the person to think that's good and bad. I'm not the person to sometimes think about, um, like, how do I say this? Like, I don't like thinking about my like what could make me
0: feel like um, anxious or like scared. Yeah, you don't. You don't focus on the worst case. You focus on the best case or like the good way it could go. Um,
1: and like I said, I feel like in this sense, my view is really biased anyway now because I'm so set in Aberdeen and I know I'm know i not going to go anywhere for the next at least year and a half. Mm. However, um, if I would to like move now, like, or if I would just have moved to Aberdeen as the freshers, I think I would have been really scared of not meeting people and also about just catching COVID and also about um, just being stuck in accommodations because that have been things that, you know, have been going on I don't know if you've um have kept yourself up to date with like the news especially with like British accommodation situations and universities Mm, no there were some really horrid stories um there were shockingly quite a few freshers who killed themselves because they were stuck in accommodations (gasps) and they just couldn't handle it it's awful it's absolutely awful and you know helping and then there's like um, I'm so ashamed to say this, but even my own university did, did this where they would um, go grocery shopping for people stuck in accommodations, like in lockdown or like quarantine. And they would charge them so much for food. And it's a bit like, come on guys, like that's just not okay. No. And like loads of little things where I'm a bit like, oh, I feel so, so sorry for everyone at started university this year. Then also not just these kind of, you know, problems, also like things like it's so much harder to meet people in the current climate than it is under normal circumstances because obviously all the social events that normally take place didn't take place this year so it's much harder to you know make friends and get to know everyone and kind of you know get a feeling for the culture you're in now or just experience university life so Mm -hmm. I think as I said there would have been a lot of fears for me in that sense yeah I thought the biggest problem yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Continue. I, was, <laughs> I just wanted to say, I feel like the biggest one overall is like the being alone and, you know, yeah, sucks where else where you don't know anyone.
0: I feel yeah. like that's- so considering all of that for like, just imagine you'd be thinking about, okay, I want to start my bachelor degree in Scotland in 2021. Would you recommend to people to go or to wait like if they just do even a semester or they start their degree like if they if all of that what you just mentioned would be tr- or will might come true for them they will have to you know be isolated in accommodation for two weeks or for however long um, do you think it's still worth it or do you think people should wait until one day we don't know when that is the world is normal again
1: I think if I learn one thing this year then it is that we don't know what will happen even tomorrow like obviously yeah. we knew that before corona but I feel like this year has made it perfectly painfully clear that we're never going to know what's going to happen the next week so I think we should grab our chance as well we can like just you know yeah. go for it if we can however I feel like it obviously is quite it really depends on your own situation if yeah. you just plan Go for a semester, I would say, you know what? Do it anyway, because you don't know if you're going to get the chance again. And if it's just one semester, you're going to be fine. It might be a bit tough at the beginning, but especially if you're an exchange student, they're going to give you different kinds of support. You're definitely still going to meet exchange students, like other exchange students, and you're still going to, you know, get to at least see another country. It might not be as, you know, it might not be the experience you kind of aim for or hope for but I think it's still going to be worth it mm-hmm. however if you're thinking about going to Scotland for four years next year I feel like the same things kind of apply like somehow it's gonna be okay but I think it's also if it's like it's probably hopefully it will be better than this year I just assume this because I hope we will all learn from all the mistakes we made this year but then mm-hmm. again We can never be certain, but I think it would still be worth it. However, it probably probably will be, you know, really tough at least the first two months Um, because you will not just have the, you know, usual going abroad struggles. You're also going to have Corona struggles and that's two really hard pills to swallow. So I feel like you have to look at yourself and ask yourself if you have the mental strength to do it and I think there's nothing wrong with saying I don't think I can mentally do it. Mm -hmm. It's I think it's really, really difficult. One of those by itself is already really hard. But both of them together is probably like, yeah, it's I I can't even really imagine how tough it must be. So I think that's something everyone should really ask themselves. Is it like, do I think it's going to be worth it for me? Can I do I think I can mentally handle it yeah yeah it can um yeah nothing <laughs> became really clear it, it's it might be quite sucky at the beginning yeah absolutely
0: yeah, <laughs> abso- uh, yeah absolutely um and I love as well how you or how generally this conversation I I, I really think it's going to be very beneficial to the listeners because whilst you are listening like you are going to recognize yourself in some patterns or like how you feel because like it is not an easy decision right now. Nothing really is. Like any future plans right now seem uncertain, right? And it's really interesting because we always used to have that illusion that things are certain. Like Mm -hmm. we thought, oh, I can book a flight now for like, I don't know, 2022 or the end of 2021 to go to the US for Christmas shopping in New York. And it would have worked, you know, whereas now we're like, well, Can we even book a flight for next week? I don't
1: think so. That's why I think it's important to um, still take your chances. Yes. I just want to add this real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, Maybe to everyone that is thinking about studying abroad as well, always remember that you can always quit any second when you go abroad and you take the chance to do it. The second you notice, okay, this is too much for me or this is really not working out you can always say, okay, I'm going to go back home. And it doesn't mean, as that's the good thing about, I would say the whole situation we're in as well is, because if you say, okay, I don't want to be here, that doesn't mean necessarily you have to quit uni because everything is online. So you can just go back home, but still continue your uni course. So, you know, it's not a complete
0: loss, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And I've talked to um lots of my followers or even my members of my membership. And, you know, some of them, They might, you know, they they stayed at home this semester, but they're going back. Like people who are doing like their full degree, you know, abroad. You know, some people went back last semester; they go back this semester, or the other way around. I mean, you went back like in the beginning of the year. Now you came back in the other half of the year. So, I I think like as you said, you know, when you commit to a full degree you know, the chances are more likely that you will experience more or less normal situations hopefully one day. Um, but yeah, I also love how you, how you said that, like, you can always quit because I, oh my God, I, like, with that mindset, like, I should really take that advice because I am also <laughs> someone, I'm like, if I commit to something or if I do something, I don't want to quit and I want to do it and I'm going to, like, torture myself through it. But yeah, like, honestly, if I can give you piece of advice as well. Like I was really, really, really struggling um, in first lockdown as well. And honestly, if I wouldn't have been with my, with my boyfriend and I would have also gone home, you know, mm-hmm. like it's okay. You don't have to, you don't have to think that only going abroad is showing that you're brave. Like even mm-hmm. quitting and going back home because you for yourself know that it's the best decision is also brave, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, definitely. I feel like I, I do relate to um, the I feel, when you said you kind of when you commit, you really commit, even if you suffer. Mm-hmm. I really feel that because I kind of have a tendency for that sometimes as well. But that's why I think it's so important to always remind yourself you're not being weak or not brave by saying, OK, this is hard on me. I'm going to go back home or I'm not going to continue doing X or Y for whatever reason because it's not doing me good. That's not being weak or not you know sticking to your commitment that's just taking care of yourself because there is no point in torturing yourself because I feel like as soon as you think you can't quit once you commit it it becomes so much harder to actually to commit to something because you get so much more scared of it
0: yeah yeah absolutely and um that's actually something um I interviewed my friend Sarah here on the podcast the podcast episode is already live so if you're listening right now you can go back to that episode if you haven't checked it out we talked all about um, achieving goals, right? And she also said that, yes, if you want to do something, you have to commit 100% and no commitment or no decision is final. Like you can always go back, like no decision is irreversible, almost none anyway. Um, And, you know, I think, you know, when you realize that no decision is the wrong one and every decision that you make is right for you in that moment, that also takes a lot of pressure off, you know? Like it is completely right to say, I don't want to study abroad right now, but it's Mm -hmm. also right to say, I want to study abroad right now. It's just really about feeling and, and, you know, people I know, we know it's a hard decision anyway, Mm -hmm. but no matter what you choose, you can make it work. And I think that's like such a relief as well, because you technically have a free choice, you know? Oh, definitely
1: like yeah you can always I think you really put that down well like you have the choice and there's no right or wrong Mm -hmm. concerned about oh when it comes to like what year what university what course I want to do but there's no right or wrong it just depends on what you feel is right for you and that can change by the week as well but you can always like that's the, the beauty about life is you can always go back and try again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and what's like one... So if someone's listening right now and they say, oh, I want to go abroad, I it's the right decision for me. Um, if you could give them one piece of advice, what would you say to them?
1: Oh, mm, well, that is a very good question. I would say um, maybe something along the lines of don't expect too much, like hope for the best but expect the worst um I feel like this sounds quite brutal but <laughs> I would say like mentally prepare yourself that it might not be easy but also be ready to accept the good things that's going to come along your way and be open for whatever happens like don't have a like you know fixed mindset of how it might be but rather take it as it comes because especially in the current situation, I feel like this would be a good advice anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, especially in the current situation where we really don't know what's even going to happen tomorrow. Don't be too fixed on what is going to happen. Just take it as it comes and just make the best of every moment you get. Yeah. Like, I think That's kind of a life advice in general.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's something that 2020 taught each and every one of us. It's something that I am also still kind of working through which is letting go of my expectation of how I thought things would be and just taking the things that are now here as they are and saying okay well this is my life this is the present and and actually I was I was quite inspired by what my yoga teacher said today in our meditation he said um you know happiness is only created in the present Mm -hmm. you cannot gain happiness from the past and you cannot gain happiness in the or from the future because it's uncertain so the only point of time where you can create your happiness is in the now um, and i think that's like always a good reminder to mm-hmm. realize okay this is the situation right now and like don't get me wrong this is like really hard it's really hard i wish i could take my own advice on this sometimes and um, you know okay what what is it right now that i have and and what's good about it and one thing I also want to add to this, and you probably agree, is if you go abroad right now, you are going to grow so much. Like mm. you're going to grow like 10 times more than people who go abroad in a non-pandemic world. Like literally, this is going to shake you to the core. It's going to be the biggest challenge probably that you faced. Like I, I know like me being abroad during lockdown was one of the biggest challenges in my life so far um and oh my god it was so hard but I've never grown as much as this year I mean generally but I think studying abroad during lockdown or during COVID was huge part of why I grew so much this year
1: because I do agree with you but I do have something to add because I find it really hard to say if you're going to grow grow more now than you would have if it wouldn't be a corona situation Mm. because less about the, the corona situation it's more about being kind of pushed outside your comfort zone against your will yes in just that you're not comfortable with mm. and I feel like mm-hmm. for some people studying abroad during corona might be less of like a push than actually going in a non-corona time so oh, that's I think, interesting I didn't even think of that yeah, yeah it really depends on one's own Comfort zone because I feel like comfort zones you can can't define a comfort zone for everyone you like no. you can find your <laughs> own comfort zone. So if I think about it, like I feel like it's more like different challenges that are thrown at you depending on whether you go in a non-corona time or a corona time. So I I don't I'm not sure if I would say you would necessarily be like pushed more. I would more say differently, and then also obviously depending on what kind of person you are, yeah, differently because yeah. we're. Also- difference obviously it's going to affect everyone very differently
0: yeah absolutely you're right and i love how you came back to the comfort zone because that's kind of what we started with um but to end this podcast on like a good inspiring motivational positive note i mean not that it hasn't been like that but i'm just really <laughs> curious it just came to mind um so we just talked about how we have to learn to make most of what we get um mm-hmm. and to not compare it to what we expected to have so for your semester what were some of like the happiest moments or like highlights of the semester?
1: Mm, I think one of the few happiest moments I have had were with friends and especially because I had to really, because of Corona, obviously you, like I learned this the entire year and it kind of came back to me this semester as well, is like you have to kind of prioritize people that are like more important to you though, to people that are less important to you like this sounds mm. really shitty but like I don't mean this in a mean way but you know there are people that you like but you're not really close to and then there are people you're really close to and you kind of have to prioritize these people or like the people that you want to prioritize because you can't meet up with everyone because we have to stick to restrictions
0: yeah I remember and- actually it's it's interesting that you say that because do you remember like when we first started um becoming friends like we also talked about that a lot like about people <laughs> oh we did oh
1: yeah I remember that
0: yeah. oh that seems
1: like ages ago now right been, yeah we like it's mad it's just been a year yeah. um, <laughs> but um back to answering your question so I feel like um the happiness happiest moments this semester for me really happened with my friends because the friendships that um like with my really close friends they really grew and got much stronger so like a few of my friends in Aberdeen because we spent so much more time because I tried to invest even more in the friendships that are really really important to me like not that I didn't invest into them before but with everything that was like going on before COVID because I'm quite a busy person normally (laughs) I noticed I had not put as much effort into the friendships that really mattered to me Mm. I changed this this year because I was like okay life's mad and crazy so I have to really you know let the people that are really important to me know that I love them and I care for them and because you know I invested more my friendships and you know it kind of works vice versa obviously um those friendships grew much stronger and I had so many lovely kind of even just small moments with friends where I was like so I felt so blessed that besides COVID I had like I don't know I just felt so lucky because even though we're living in such a crazy world I am so lucky with the people I've got in my life yeah I had so many just beautiful moments with them throughout the semester and I was I just feel so yeah just overall happy and then I also I think for me next to my friends and the people close to me also just being in Scotland has been quite fulfilling for me Mm -hmm. because I you know sometimes I just started in the middle of like um walking I just stopped and looked around and I was like wow, you actually live abroad, like you're actually yeah. in Scotland, because sometimes I still can't believe it, and I try to remind myself a bit more of that, and I had quite a few moments of that the last couple of weeks, and every single time I just felt incredibly blessed and lucky, so I feel like these two things kind of made my semester quite amazing.
0: Yeah, oh, it sounds so good, and, and what you just said, um, if you just stop sometimes and think, wow, I'm actually doing this, like, gave me, like, just the biggest smile as well, because I I just remember, like, even even for me, like, looking back, I would not have, like, if I could go back in time, I would do nothing differently, like, I would still stay in Scotland during lockdown, I would still go through all that crap, because there were so many incredible moments, like, life-changing moments, like, I just remember, um, like one of the first times again that I was by the beach Um, and because we spent so much time inside and I was also living like in the middle of the city I had like no garden no balcony I missed nature and then on that beautiful Saturday morning my boyfriend and I we went to the beach and it was like the perfect temperature and it was so just incredible and I was like wow like I will I will try I mean obviously you, you do eventually but I was like I will try to never take nature and being outside for granted and that insane just bliss in that moment was just overwhelming or also when when ross and i took our first road trip again after like being in aberdeen for like i don't know three months like never leaving the city um, and then we were you know seeing like the, the highlands we drove like a little bit um to uh, into the highlands and there was a sunset and we went to this incredible beach with like a huge cliff and we saw the sunset. I was like the happiest person ever. Like the, <laughs> the this bliss in that moment is just absolutely insane when like you basically get taken so much from you and then you get it back and it's like, wow. And yeah, I've also had so many, so many moments, you know, despite the, the hardships, there were also so many incredibly happy moments. And I think, you know, if you if you go abroad right now And you will, I'm sure, also have those moments that make everything worth it. All the struggles, all the challenges. You know, there are always gonna be those moments when you think, holy shit, I'm like living abroad right now. And this is incredible.
1: Sure, and also you can just say, I live abroad and that just sounds super cool in itself.
0: (laughs) It does.
1: I'm like, I'm never gonna get sick of just saying that. Um, Same. (laughs) That's a cool benefit.
0: Yeah, love it that you mentioned
1: that. (laughs) be honest I think sometimes it's just even if something is shitty it's nice to make other people think it's great it's not a healthy balance don't get me wrong but you know guys if everything goes shit and you feel sh- shit just remember at least you can seem cool to the people at home because you live abroad
0: <laughs> and, and then you're just sitting there like oh my god what the fuck am I doing right now
1: but I think life is like I feel like like half the time alive. life it's just like what the fuck am I even doing yeah that's just life so you know sometimes i feel like humor and a bit of fun and just being like well, well it's just a good way to take it anyway
0: yeah and, and also knowing that like Louisa and me we have also struggled we are struggling everyone is you're not alone um because when i mean i'm like dead all the time like when i'm like sitting at home just crying because i think my life is just mm. big pile of shit um I think I'm the only one struggling right and then I ask my friends they're like oh my god like I'm struggling with this and I have a problem there and yeah you're not alone um and I think I really hope that this conversation kind of made all of the listeners feel less alone and just supported in whatever decision they they want to make
1: and also remember that everyone is so different so maybe your friends might not struggle with the same thing but they're going to struggle with something else exactly Mm -hmm. we're all going through our own struggles and that's okay and it's gonna get better again
0: yeah absolutely so thanks so much lisa for being on the show let us know how can we connect with you or the listeners
1: um first of all thank you so much for having me if you <laughs> connect with me um you can find me on instagram um i don't know do you link stuff in your bio i do mm-hmm. okay then you can link my instagram there i also okay. have a blog where i'm really active at the moment it's less it has nothing to do really with studying abroad apart from me occasionally posting Scotland photos (laughs) it's a fashion blog so for everyone that might be interested in fashion I really appreciate you know you guys saying hello um you can also find me on YouTube I haven't uploaded a video in a while but I'm currently working on getting back into it Yay! stay tuned for that I also have two podcasts um both of which are a bit like in the making Um, my year has been quite a bit of a mess in that sense when it comes to all my projects so I'm currently kind of reworking and you know making sure I can do everything again because I love all my little projects so you can soon find me on two podcasts as well (laughs) I've got some already uploaded for my own podcast um, which is called Salad Mix which you can find on Spotify and I'm currently working on you know um, getting some more episodes ready again so that's that um yeah I think I've through everything I have at you all now and I'd be really happy if you guys maybe step by say hello if you have any more questions also about living abroad or living in Aberdeen specifically feel free to give me a text on Instagram I try to check my DMs regularly and um, to reply as quick as I can and as helpful as I can and I'm always happy if I can pass on some of my bit of knowledge and wisdom to any of you so feel free to give me a text there
0: Uh, Thanks so much for offering that. And all of your links are going to be down below in the show notes. So thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so so much for listening to this podcast episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure you take a screenshot of you listening to the episode, put it onto your Instagram stories and tag me and Louisa so we can reshare it, we can connect with you and as Louisa said, if you have any questions at all about studying abroad, reach out to her, reach out to me, we are here for you and so thanks so much for listening to this podcast episode, I hope you enjoyed it and you'll hear from me soon on the Driven by Curiosity podcast. Bye guys!